Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Dirt and Sprague. Holy crap. What happened? You got pink eye. With Andy Dirt Johnson. You and each other butterfly kisses or something? Ha ha ha. Very funny. That's not how you get pink eye. You get it from poo particles making their way into your ocular cavities. And Brendan Sprague. I farted on Jason's pillow as a practical joke. He farted on Jonah's thinking it was mine. And then eventually pink eyed my pillow. Um, not proud of any of this. But I think we've all forgiven each other. Dirt and spray gone 1080. You can get pink eye from farting in a pillow? Totally. That's awesome. The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two, Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080. The Fan, the Odyssey app, YouTube.com, where one of our commenters say hosts are working to talk about anything but the Blazers. Uh, guilty as charged. You got it, man. What do you want me to say? That nobody watches it? And three of our players are some of the worst efficient players in basketball. There, done. Cool. Got it. I just wrote the the Blazers are fifteen and thirty nine and they don't they're not playing right now. It's, <laughs> it's an all star break. Yeah. All star yeah. break. They don't play till uh Friday. Yeah. The yeah. defending champion Nuggets are in town. I'm sure we'll fare well against that team. So yeah. yeah. When there's something Take the relevant with them to discuss. We're we're I operate in the world I think we actually talk. A lot of Blazers. I listen to you every morning, buddy. Uh, you talk plenty of Blazers. Well, I, I know we do. I'm not really worried about the comment, but I, I know you need my, uh, you know, validation. <laughs> what I would add, what I would add to that though, is like, I if a team's not going to give me much to talk about, <laughs> what do you want me to do? I'm not. I'm going to do what they want. Not- How come nobody's talking about the Carolina Panthers? All right, <laughs> this is a huge season for them coming up. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens in the second half. Danny did a really good interview, by the way, with Ant Anthony Simons. Uh, I was supposed to be on that. I had basketball practice. For the first time, I had basketball practice interrupt something that I was going to do with work. I assume for one of your girls. Yeah, I'm yeah. coaching. I'm coaching okay. sixth grade girls. That's fine. You got you got to pass that. It's nice to be a 37 year old man coaching middle school girls <laughs> and showing up with a pimple on my face. Like, hey, I'm, I'm yeah. just like you, dude. I got one growing on my forehead. I'm it's 38. awesome. I'm 37 and I still get pimples, yeah. ingrown hairs, whatever you want to call that. Dude, I have a that's red how dot you connect face. to those girls, though. You're like, look, it's okay yeah. if you get a pimple. Look at me. What's funny and honestly, this happened. I had a girl show up to practice. She was not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, energy, you know, clearly down. Sure. So instead of being my coach growing up at eight different points of my life and being like, hey, run yeah. the entire time. All right, loser. And just being mean to me, I pulled her to the side. I'm like, yo, are you okay? You seem a little, and she's, you know, I'm not feeling great. And look, look at this. I'm 37. I got a fat pimple on my face. You're doing better than me. And it actually made her laugh. And she went out there. And she had a good little okay? practice. All so, right. Uh, yeah, I missed the interview, but Danny did a good job with Anthony Simons on the Jack Ramsey's pod. Go check it out. Uh, we have a loaded second hour of the show. Max Chadwick to hop on. Excited to talk to him. I want to pick his brain on the 5 plus 7 model, uh, where he thinks the future of college football is mm-hmm. sitting right now today. Uh, he talked about wide receiver duos. Pretty good pair in Eugene. This coming season um, with Tez and uh, Evan uh, Williams. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we'll talk with Max Chadwick at 7.30. I got a local story, not so encouraging locally, but an update nonetheless. But I want to start the second hour 
we are living in the world where when athletes do something on social media, <gasps> it kind of becomes the story. Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears on Instagram. Oh, dun, dun, dun. I, I, look at it. Swag's upset. I can tell he's feeling it. Broken. A broken human being. In oh, there. no. Justin Fields and the Bears, they've broken up on Instagram. That's when you know it's not official anymore. I guess. Boy, I could care less about this. Really? Yeah. How man. dare like, you? Well, I mean, I just, it's like, I feel like we use, like, we're trying to use social media to make big statements. We're trying to use it as reporting and reading right. situations. And I just yes. don't think it accurately reads situations. Sometimes Remember, it does. Sometimes it does, sure. And sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, there, there are pluses and minuses. Like, when Lane Kiffin unfollows everybody and only follows Arch Manning, that's a funny story. That's, That's hilarious. Cool. That's hilarious. That does not mean Arch Manning is going to Ole Miss. That does not mean wherever Arch Manning goes, Lane Kiffin's going with him. No. That's what this more is. This is more of just Justin Fields saying, hey, you're not saying anything to me, so I don't want to say anything to you anymore. Well, I think that I, I think it's reported they are shopping him, and if there's any team that's going to go get him, it's it the noise is as loud as ever that it's Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta's like they want a, an experienced quarterback. They it's got a, a priority decent little roster there. They've got a nice roster defensively. They got a defensive coach, and Raheem Morris mm-hmm. is getting a second shot as a head coach. If their offense can have a competent quarterback, uh-huh. they're sneaky little pick. That, in that division's division. garbage too. Yeah, the Saints. You don't trust the Saints. Nope. Uh, you know the is, Bucks. Is Baker it. going to the Bucks? Again? Well, are they keeping Mike Evans? You yeah. know, there's a lot of questions with them. Uh, but I, I, I thought it was a funny. I think it's a funny blurb when when people are reporting so and so has unfollowed right. somebody. It's funny. Don't take it for real. This draft, in reading about the mocks, this is one of the deeper, best drafts we've had in a while. Yeah. It's loaded at quarterback. It's loaded at receiver. Yep. It's got plenty of offensive line prospects. Great D-line. Great D-line, linebacker, cornerback. Man, it, it really, some years you get heavy in one position, mm-hmm. maybe two. This one is stacked Top to bottom, and I feel like usually when it's stacked top to bo- t- stacked top to bottom, it's stacked top to bottom without quarterbacks. It's like, oh man, there's three, there's three Pro Bowl corners in this draft. There's two Pro Bowl wide receivers. There's an All Pro D line, but there's no quarterbacks. Yeah. This year we've got all of it and quarterbacks, like three or four. Th- there are five quarterbacks in this draft that could, could not will, could start Week One. Uh... Could could in the situations if sure. they're placed in it. Sure. sure, I don't know if where they fall depending the on the majority team, of those are injuries, competent things but, like that. Well, but the other part of that too is when you have a deep quarterback draft, when there's like four or five guys, and you're stretching from one round to the next, the best position to be in is if your team already has that position because then you benefit. Everyone's there, fighting to the top. Well, because every there's many projections that think that you're going to get four quarterbacks in the first. Nine picks? Yeah. And I don't know if that's going to really happen, but what's crazy about that possibly happening is how many teams with already good quarterbacks are going to benefit from certain positional guys dropping closer and closer to them? I don't have have the list in front of me of what the order is, but imagine if you're sitting at five, Mm -hmm. okay, and you like your quarterback, so you don't need to trade up, and then somebody at seven swaps you. And you go to seven, okay? And now you're sitting there at seven, and you get Marvin Harrison Jr. So five is so five is the Chargers. Oh, they excellent! Have so you're telling me at five there is a chance if the Chargers stay at five, they can get Marvin Harrison Jr. I would believe, or that the w- best corner, or the best yeah. D lineman, or the best O lineman, because someone's going to jump them. Yeah. Like if you're the Chargers, I don't think you get out of that five spot. Oh you no! Stick Not there. unless you're going to get a haul, right? You stick there and you get the best player in the draft. That's not a quarterback. Chicago's going to go quarterback. Yep. Washington's going to go quarterback. Yep. New England might trade out. I still think that's the right move for them. And if they trade out, whoever comes in is trading. He's going to go to a quarterback. Arizona would probably go Harrison Jr. there just to give Kyler a weapon because they're sticking with him. They have to. Chargers, swag, your team has the pick of the litter. You go offensive line. Do you go Brock Bowers? Do you go Roma Dunze? Like. Yeah, Bowers has fallen down the charts. I'm not sure what that's about. I don't know if that's like, character stuff. Yeah, I don't know if it's injury, injury stuff. stuff. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, so you could do that. Uh, they certainly need help on the offensive line. Sure. So Joe Alt is the top-rated offensive the lineman. Yep. Uh, but I think you can get any of those guys at 7, 8, or 9. So mm-hmm. if 
somebody makes them an offer, uh, I, I would be all ears. Yeah, Tennessee sitting there at seven. You've got Atlanta, who I mentioned might go after Fields at eight. I mean, it's it's now. Kinda, now who's the ninth pick? Ninth is Chicago. So now Chicago's back on the board Sh- again. Chicago, and Chicago get a receiver, gets, and Chicago gets the second or third best player in the draft, not a quarterback, at number nine. And yeah, and Roma Dunze. Yes. Yeah, you're I Roma would love Dunze. Roma Dunze right there. Okay, any any receiver you want to throw out there, I think yeah. Rome's going to go before number nine. But in in the world of quarterback, you just don't know how it's going to shake out. Chicago could end up with Caleb Williams, Roma Dunze, DJ Moore, and whatever they get for trading Justin Fields, which probably won't be much. Probably a third yeah. round pick. Whatever, whatever. The it third is, round pick's a real pick. Whatever they get is whatever they get. But this is the point I'm I'm making: is how many of these guys are sliding down. Just because you simply have quarterbacks yep. like Bo Nix is projected by many to be at Denver at twelve, right? Oh, oh, well, that changes well, I things. Seen that that oh. changes things for Indy, changes mm-hmm. things for Seattle, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, who are all sitting at fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Yeah, you're sitting at seventeen, and you're getting the fifth best player on the board. I mean, uh, Talise Fauga. Uh, uh, no, uh, 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 Fuaga. Fuaga. Thank you. Oregon State's offensive lineman, mm-hmm. really gifted, highly touted, did a really good job at the Senior Bowl. Last mock I saw had him at 18. Right. Joe Burrow could get himself a stud right tackle. Think about this. The Niners and the Chiefs are going to get the 20th and 21st best player on the board. The Niners are probably going to get an offensive lineman because their depth's off. And they're going to get the third or fourth best offensive lineman on the board. And we mentioned we mentioned the Chiefs and the Trent McDuffie, Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. This is another reason that that was such a in my opinion, a bad take, because I like McDuffie a lot. The Chiefs had the last pick of the draft. Many have him taking Xavier Worthy out of Texas, the speedster. And I'm <laughs> like, watch watch that guy go to Kansas City. <laughs> and boom. And remember what Valdez Scantling was supposed to be? Yeah, yeah Xavier Worthy is that yeah. now. Yeah. And that's how the rich get richer in this, is when you have not just fundamentally from lineman to D-lineman to cornerback to safety to backer to receiver deep, when you add having plenty of quarterback options, man, it changes everything for these good teams. This is how the good to great teams continue to say good to great, not only because they're smart when they draft and who they draft, but they benefit in these drafts where teams are so quarterback desperate mm. that a lot of these other guys just start falling right in their lap. The second round, the first 10 picks of the second round is going to be, I think, crucial for those teams because you are looking at first-round talent. You're sure. That didn't go in the first Penix round. Penix is probably going to go to the second that round. You're looking at first-round talent that didn't go in the first round because it's such a quarterback-heavy draft. And if you're sitting there third pick on day two, you, you're going to get yourself a really, really damn good player. Like, Chicago yes. could come out of this draft. Oh, Chicago should be stacked. Gangbusters. Yes, they and should be ecstatic youth, about And you got to see how they all pan out and yep. coach them up. you got to have the right coaches in. But you could come out of this, especially if you trade fields for a third, you could come out of this real seriously well done. And and look, Eberflus could old takes exposed this. This sure. is where I think they failed. If you're going to reload like that and start over, you need to start over. You don't bring back the middle-of-the-road coach Agreed. that nobody feels amazing about. And then, hey, Caleb, welcome to the NFL. <laughs> we have fired your coach six games into your career. Yeah. We've given you an interim. And don't worry, after the interim, we'll give you your third coach <laughs> going into your second season. You'll love it. It's not a good recipe. This reminds me of the year when CeeDee Lamb and Justin Jefferson, remember those receivers? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They all fell like 12, 13, 14, 15. Green Bay took Jordan Love. That was controversial. And Jalen Rager was like the big loser of the receiver picks that everybody took there in what Philly did. And Minnesota was a good team. They had Justin Jefferson fall to them. Yep. And sometimes these good to great teams can get talent when you have this much depth in the NFL draft. Uh, coming up next... Not such good news for Portland. That's next on The Fan. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals Deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, we got Max Chadwick joining us at the bottom of the hour. PFF College Football. Talk to him about uh, the 5 plus 7 does he think Washington State and Oregon State will get a seat back at the table? What if I slip him 20 bucks? Max Chadwick? Yeah. For, like, a positive answer? Yeah, yeah. They keep take $20 and say whatever you want him to say. <laughs> I mean, what, what happens if he doesn't? You well, know? Then I walk out of here feeling great, Brandon. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, we were talking during the break. I saw this. Uh, I follow an account. I don't follow mm. a lot of these accounts, but you got these team-based accounts. Sure. Uh, you know, like uh, 503 Blazers, Blazers fans for life, mm-hmm. the the Blazers gang. Mm-hmm. There's one I follow, the Blazers Palace, and they just, you know, it's kind of Blazer propaganda. It's just a bunch of Blazer highlights and clips. And like, I think this I is... know where they go to school or they went where they went to school. Well, maybe you do, maybe <laughs> you don't. I don't know who runs the account. It's it's one of those anonymous accounts that's just like constantly mm-hmm. tweeting out Blazer stuff. And I like the content for the most part. Yesterday they tweeted out one of the more ridiculous things I've ever seen. And they tweeted out a photo of Love and Peyton Pritchard, and they said, I think we can all agree as Oregonians, these are the two best high school players to ever lace them up in the state. And I didn't respond to it because they had enough of that. But I just was like, I love when we do that. And I would guess that the person running that account is a little younger than me and I'm Swag I'm going to guess that they went to Lake O or West Lynn. Maybe they did. <laughs> I don't know. But no. No, those are not easily the two best high no. school players to ever come from the state of Oregon. If I can think of a name in Terrence Ross or Terrence Jones, if I can think of those names, you're in trouble. Well, they did the they did the Stephen A. first take thing. They counted the chips. You know, Peyton won a chip every year of his high school career. But yeah, he also played. No offense, Peyton's awesome. Those teams were really good. Uh, Westland is stacked right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, not right now, but you they know, were. Yeah. they'll be stacked again next I was, year. I was working in Lake Oswego when Peyton was on Westland. Westland is Jesuit Laco now. Yeah, like that's and, what they've become. And yeah. he was borderline celebrity, but Look, that's because they prop that school up. I, I think Peyton is absolutely a oh, fantastic great player. all-time great player. And the fact that he's still playing in the NBA is excellent. But there are players that I'm pretty sure the person running that account has never heard of that I think <laughs> could be better than Peyton Pritchard. And that's the funny thing about saying something like that is Swag's generation, my generation, people a little yeah. before me, like we all yeah. have players like, eh, I don't know, man. I watched this person play. I saw Salim Stoudemire at Lincoln, and I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> this should not be possible. The lefty slinging it from all over the court. Right, right. I watch, you know, I've watched Brandon Brooks on the 2000 Jefferson team, and I'm like, I've never seen a human being dribble the ball that quickly through his legs. Aaron Miles was something. Yeah, Vancouver. Danny Ainge is the most underrated athlete to ever exist in the state of Oregon. Vancouver Ford text line AC Green, anyone? AC Terrell Brandon. Terrell Brandon for me. I mean, I watched him come into the lake. Did you play? Did you? No, he was a couple of years ahead of me. So I was like on the JV team. He came in and just rolled. I mean, it was it was a highlight reel. Every time he touched the ball. One of the Freddie uh, Jones, probably Freddie Jones. That's a good one. Uh, Dennis Nathan at uh, Gresham. Mm -hmm. You talk to anybody that went to Gresham or watched him play. Probably the most talented, scary player they've ever seen in their lives. Mike and Beaverton, Damon Stoudemire, Damon, when PIL yeah. was a powerhouse. Yeah, Wilson. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we got mopped in the state quarterfinals with him and Pat Strickland and 
You know uh, what's funny, Swag? It's it. What's funny is you saying Terrell Brandon and how you were on JV. Not often is the person on JV thinking in the stands. Kind of glad I'm on JV today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to play that guy. <laughs> that guy will bust my ass. <laughs> Who hasn't been there? Who hasn't been there? Well, I you had to make JV to be there, but I know what you mean. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I only made it because I was tall. It's all right. Um, all right. I didn't make it because I was short and unathletic. Oh, well, that's although Couldn't also shoot. A yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Decent dribbler. A bit of a problem. Hustler, though. Big yeah. hustler. Well, Jim Rat, right? Guy. Motor, Jim high motor team, guy. Team guy. Yeah. 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 Team guy. Smart player. Um, Jeff Passan broke the news yesterday. MLB will expand. A couple yeah. bad news nuggets here. First one is not till the early 2030s, and I know it's only six years, but like if it goes to 2033, it's nine. Kind of like what we were talking about with college football. If we're going to do it, why aren't we just doing it? That's kind of how I feel. I'm not even sure I'm going to be here in nine years. Like uh, on Earth? <laughs> I don't know if we will be here. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen what's going on? I've seen in the what's world? going it's on. Depressing. Yeah. yeah. But 2030s, early 2030s, he's reporting, and the two leaders in the clubhouse, uh, East is easy, it's Nashville. Yep, Yep. that's bona fide. That feels like it's a done deal, and that's, you know, we're still nine years potentially away. The other is the West Coast, quote-unquote. Salt Lake City has indeed jumped us, multiple owners telling him with, you know, uh, being anonymous that it is Salt Lake City, they're ahead of us. I don't think that's shocking news. I put a poll question on this last night. Do you have any hope? Do you have no hope? Or should we pivot and do the Gridiron Project? You know, where, where's it? I, I, is it officially over for people? I mean, I think for many of our listeners, they might chime in. Bro, it's been over. Get over this. It's never going to happen. I, I already know. I'm well aware. I just, this story came out yesterday from Jeff Passan. He released kind of all the intel from all of the people that matter in baseball. Mm-hmm. And it's <clears throat> Salt Lake City and it's Nashville. Yeah, I think what's interesting, and we'll talk about this tonight on the Hot Corner from 7 to 9, me and Joe Fisher tonight. Um, I had to throw a little plug in there. uh, Nice plug there. And uh, (laughs) I have always been very optimistic about this. I think one thing that the Portland Diamond Project has ahead of a lot of these cities is they've they've had a group together for longer with a plan and with money. And... So I've been very optimistic that Portland will get it. I read the same article as you did yesterday or the day before, something like yesterday, that. Yesterday, yeah. Yesterday. And I was blown away because the Salt Lake group has kind of come together real quickly. The Larry Miller company, yeah, yes. Come together really quickly. Mm-hmm. They don't have they aren't as far along in the process as like say the Diamond Project is. I disagree with that. So, I think they're ahead of us. Well, and that's they have the question, land. is how did they get ahead of us? And I think it's their infrastructure is better than ours. The infrastructure of Salt Lake City is better. I think it's a city thing. I think it's that. I think. Well, we don't have a we don't have a place. They don't have any stadiums. I know, I know. But I think what is all those factors together? I think we've been jumped as a city because five years ago we were the number one on the West. Coast. I don't think I know. He told yeah. me yesterday in the article. Yeah. So we're, we're we're behind. For the first time of my optimism, I don't have that optimism. You're I think, leaning into the. I, no. I think we're cooked. You don't think so? But the, my only optimism that remained, which it's it's like this mm-hmm. big, and if you're on YouTube, I'm not. That's not even an inch wide. Yeah, that's what she said. Um, Roasted. It's nine years. It's eight years. Yeah, a lot and, can and, change. And a lot, maybe a lot can change. Stadium I've, takes what three years to build. Well, I've also lived here my whole life. Three or four. As, three or four. Swag, you've lived here your whole life. Harris, you're familiar with the area. Yeah, right. I, I mean, been here since '97. Yeah. Hey, how about that? Yeah. Um, I. I don't have a lot of optimism things will change all that much. Yeah, that's what it's it actually to Portland's <clears throat> advantage that the decision is so far out. Yes. If it was coming in I the next with that. year yes. or two. We're cooked. We're cooked. Yeah. Um, so who knows if a different political regime gets into the city that's more welcoming of looking at it as an investment? Because I think that's that's the problem. It's It's how the city and the state at times can be run. We're getting in our own Does way. Portland it's our public fault. schools get so desperate for cash that are willing yeah. to sell some things that they well, you weren't think they before? would be now, and they're not. I don't. So I don't think I don't think necessarily Salt Lake is getting chosen over us because Salt Lake is better. I think we, oh, I think we have screwed this up. If if we if they had their choice, their pick of the litter, they would choose Portland without a doubt. I think a team closer to Seattle, another West Coast, yeah, true West true Coast, West Coast. Yes, um, they would choose us. We have gotten in our way from this. The fact that they, the fact that we've got an idea of where land is, and everybody would just wants to bitch and moan about how bad two seventeen is. Shout out to anyone on two seventeen right now. It probably sucks. So it's not. 
Yeah, but it's see, I said that because so I, I saw some of that. Some to of that, blow up about We're just that. bitching to bitch now, and it's like I get that. We kind of are. We do this about everything in life. But if you're gonna blow up about that little mini stuff, then we don't deserve it. I, I don't, Salt Lake City's probably uh, looking yeah. at it going, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work. That's well, Portland's the, problem. We blow up about the little yeah, stupid Well, but hold on. Stuff. Salt Lake's going to say, we'll make it work. I don't think complaining about that area is a minor thing. I, I've lived, But also, you're going to have five to six years to... Figure it out. ...build out yeah. and, and address it. That I think if they announce, hey... Portland's getting an expansion. It's not like they're playing the next season. It's you, like you've it's got like, four or five years to figure some stuff out. You're saying this is a problem without giving me a solution. And ev- and if there's a problem, even if I disagree with it, if you give me a solution, I'm going to listen. But if you just tell me there's a problem and you have no solution and your solution is, well, don't build it there, then I don't know what to tell you. That's not a good that's not a good reason. Yeah, but but it's not the people complaining about it, it's not necessarily their responsibility to offer the solution. It's the group who's presenting the idea. And a rendering drawing looks great. It doesn't actually provide. Everybody me with, loves renderings. Everybody loves to render. I love renderings. Let's just do renders I can't all the do time. It, but I want to see renderings of baseball stadiums if, all day, every if day. If I had it's a like stadium porn. in Damascus, this is where it would be and like what it center, would look like. The center fold is a ten-acre right. shopping center, and I'm just like, oh baby. <laughs> Sports renderings. Yes. How excited oh, they get. Baby. You. <laughs> oh baby. Oh baby. It's uh, midnight down here. Let me tell you. Max Chadwick, PFF College Football. He joins us next for the daily ticker. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, Daily Ticker time. Max Chadwick of uh, PFF.com, the college football section. Our good friend here covering college football on Twitter at Max Chadwick CFB. Give him a follow. We have a lot of things to run down with him on, including Evan Stewart and Tess Johnson, who he he's quite fond of on PFF on his latest wide receiver rankings in college football. Before we get to that, though, Max, I want to start with the five plus seven model. Many expected it to be voted and approved on yesterday. It was Wazoo voted for it. The five plus seven model means what to you in college football? Yeah, well, thanks again for having me on, guys. And, yeah, the 5-plus-7 model, I think, was kind of the expected uh, model of the college football playoff. Uh, it was going to go under in this new 12-team playoff era. Uh, basically, it just means, for anyone who doesn't know, being the five highest-ranked conference champions and then the seven uh, highest-ranked non-conference champions would be in there. So, uh, basically, it means all the Power Four conferences, if you want to say it now, because obviously the Pac-12 is unfortunately pretty much extinct, uh, plus a, the highest-ranked group of five champions, which I like a lot, uh, and then the seven highest-ranked uh, non-conference champions. So uh, I, I think that will be really cool. I like it a lot. I think one of the interesting uh, things about it is is that Notre Dame, if Notre Dame goes 12-0 and 0, uh, and they're the number one team in the country, they cannot be one of the top four teams, and they cannot get a first-round bye because they're not a conference champion, because they're not uh, affiliated with a conference. So they actually agreed to that, and, and it's not, I don't think it's a, as big of a deal as some people are saying it out to be, because obviously 
Uh, you still have to win four games to make it there in the first place, and the fact that they don't have to play in a conference title game is kind of an advantage to them. Uh, but they will not – They the highest that they can be is the fifth seed, which I think is a really interesting wrinkle, even if they are clearly the number one team in the country. So uh, I think it's a pretty interesting wrinkle. But, yeah, I think this is a, a good thing for college football, and I'm excited to see what it looks like next year. Yeah, I, I, I want to <laughs> – we heard this on the ESPN Morning Show as we came in today. It's like, That's hey, what I first brought up, yeah. How tough is this going to be for Notre Dame? And my kind of response to hearing that, Max, I don't know where you sit on it, is, yeah, so you're choosing not to be in a conference. Like, this is kind of your own fault to be in this position, is it not? Yeah, exactly. And, I, again, one of the people that are on that committee is the Notre Dame athletic director. So it's like it's not like this is a thing that they, they're getting screwed over. Like, they very much agreed to this, and I'm sure they're actually happy about it. Um, so like I said, like every other team is going to need to play in their conference title game in order to kind of, which I think is great. I think the conference title games now get uh, even more meaning to them, which I think is really, really cool. Um, but yeah, Notre Dame is, it will kind of be able to sit that one out. But so to win the national championship, you still have to win four games basically in a row. Notre Dame just has to do it in the first round of the playoff, whereas everyone else, uh, or at least the top four teams get to do it. Uh, you know, get a bye in the first round, but they have to win their conference title game, of course, though, too. So, uh, I, I don't, again, I don't think it's a huge deal. I just think it's an interesting and kind of funny wrinkle that, you know, the, the team that can be number one and that can be undefeated at number one can only be seeded as high as number five, which I think is a pretty interesting wrinkle to it. Uh, we've been talking all morning, you know, us locally. We, we are, both of us are alum of these two schools in Oregon State for Brandon and Washington State for myself. When it comes to the six and six versus the five and seven, do you think the five and seven does give Oregon State and Washington State a better chance to get into a playoff, or do you think it doesn't matter and they will have too tough of a mountain to climb to actually get in? Uh, I, I think if you are again, I think it's slim for either of them. But if you are going to argue for one, it's probably the five and seven because that does give you an extra team, uh, extra non-conference champion team in there. I know Oregon State and Washington State aren't officially part of the Mountain West Conference; they're just kind of playing like a Mountain West schedule next year. Um, so I, again, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry for you guys. It seems like the Beavers and the and the Cougars really got screwed over there. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I I don't know how realistic their playoff chances are. Even if they go, I mean, if they go undefeated, they they probably will be able to get to sneak in. But other than that, I mean, it's gonna be tough because they're kind of being thought of now as kind of a group of five team with the schedule that they're playing next year. Uh, Max Chadwick, PFF.com, college football section. Our good friend here on Twitter at Max Chadwick CFB. We 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 didn't I want I wouldn't say debate. We just kind of went back and forth on it and there's a lot of emotions with those two schools and this story and obviously everybody that went to the Big 12 and the Big 10 and the conference basically uh is evaporated. Washington State was holding out on their lone vote on this 5 plus 7 model. They finally broke and now today he is going to present, you know, to everybody else they want to keep voting rights, they want the distribution, they want to be looked at as a power conference. I know it's only a two-year window before it restarts uh, from a media contract standpoint, Max, but your best bet, Oregon State, Washington State, they get left behind again, or do they find their way back in with the group in two years? Ooh, good question. Uh, I think, man, they're going to need to do some I, – I think off the field they're going to need to make some plays, and I think on the field, honestly, they're going to need to look really good in order for uh, to maybe attract another conference to take them in, maybe like a Big 12 conference or even like an ACC uh, – too, if the ACC, ACC uh, is an interesting spot because if they lose Florida State, you know they could be maybe be looking to you know add reinforcements so that they don't go the way of the Pac-12, honestly, too. So maybe Oregon State and Washington State would be two schools they might actually look at. Uh, they already brought in Cal and Stanford, so it's not like they're you know opposed to the West. Um, but yeah, it's again, I think Washington and Oregon State are, are in a precarious spot right now, um, and, and I'm very interested in seeing what they do over the next couple of years because yeah, like I said, it, it, it's kind of sad that these two schools who I mean, they're both ranked. Uh, Oregon State was ranked pretty much for the whole season. Washington State was ranked pretty highly for a little bit of it, too. Uh, it sucks for them that, you know, that, that there are two highly ranked schools that are kind of getting left behind uh, in the dust right now. Uh, more likely to win a national championship, Max, Steve Sarkeesian or Dan Lanning? Oh, uh, are you talking just next year or are we talking like all like over the course of their careers. Let's call it within the next five years. Let's give them a window here, and maybe they get close, but no cigar. Georgia's going to be pretty good next year. We know Ohio State's going to be really good next year. I'm sure there's going to be a couple other teams that pop up. Just in the next five years, if one of them is to do it, who do you think is more likely to finish it out? 
You know what? Give me Dan Lanning. Uh, give me Dan Lanning. I, I think Oregon, what they're doing right now is, is absolutely phenomenal. This guy is reloading a lot like how Georgia, you know, he came from Georgia, so he understands how, you know, business is done there. They kind of just reload. They don't really ever rebuild. That's what Dan Lanning is doing right now, man. I mean, he's got uh, – he lost Bo Nix, but he got the number two quarterback in the country, in my opinion, and Dylan Gabriel coming in there. Uh, they got Dante Moore coming in after Dylan Gabriel uh, is finished with his career as well. They got some big time players on the portal like Evan Stewart uh, and Jabbar Muhammad. I mean, they're killing it right now. So I, I think Oregon going into next year, I think I have Oregon above Texas in my ranking. I think Oregon is like the number three team in my ranking, and Texas I think is number four. But even in the future too, I think Oregon's in a in a pretty good spot. But Texas is very close behind too. Even after Quinn Ewers, they have a shot next year with Quinn Ewers. Even after that, you got Arch Manning leading the uh, leading the way for them too. So. Uh, yeah, it's definitely very close between the two of them. I think those, these are two national title contenders for the next half decade, if not more. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to side with Oregon in a very, very close call right now. And if I hosted a show in Austin that you were on, would you have said Sarkeesian? <laughs> yeah, I might have said Steve Sarkeesian. That way you guys don't, uh, don't come at me for that, yeah. Uh, you wrote a really good ranking of the receivers in college football. You're doing great work at PFF. I'm always checking out the work and and the receiver list I found interesting I'm just always curious the big playmakers in college football uh you have both Tess Johnson and Evan Stewart who transferred in from A&M is that the best receiver doing college football to you going into next season I think it's I think I would say so they're obviously the only ones in my top 10 so you, you know if you could just off that you would say so but I think um another one that I would throw up there that I don't I would probably still take the Oregon one but I would say Missouri's duo of Luther Burden III, who I think is the number one receiver in the country, and Theo Weiss, the guy who just missed my top ten. Uh, that's another one I throw up there as well. But, yeah, I mean, listen, Tez Johnson was phenomenal this past season. Bo Nix is adopted brother. Uh, he's uh, actually a terrific slot receiver, transferred in from Troy, led the Power Five this year in yards after the catch. Uh, I love Tez Johnson's game. Even at Troy, now he's a phenomenal at, uh, at Oregon. Evan Stewart showed really great promise as a true freshman. Uh, then kind of battled injuries this past season, but this guy was a former top 10 recruit in the country, uh, has unbelievable tools, uh, can really become a superstar, just kind of wasn't able to do it last year because of injuries. But now that he's healthy with Tez Johnson and with Dylan Gabriel throwing the ball, uh, I think Evan Stewart could become a, a first-round caliber receiver, honestly, uh, and move up way higher than number nine on my list right now. So Evan Stewart's more of a projection for me. But uh, you can't deny his talent, man. And I think he could be a superstar if he stays healthy and if he continues progressing. Can you talk me down from betting the house on Oregon winning the Big Ten next year? Uh, yes, I can talk you down because I think <laughs> Ohio State's roster is absolutely loaded. Now, I do think Oregon is the clear number two in the Big Ten right now. I think uh, it's a pretty clear top two, in my opinion, between Ohio State and Oregon. But I would give Ohio State the slight edge right now just because what they brought back basically everyone besides like Marvin Harrison Jr., which you, you could never really expect him to come back to school for a senior year. Uh, and then also they brought in some absolute studs in the transfer portal. Quinshawn Judkins, my number two running back in the country. Uh, Caleb Downs who's going to be my number one safety in the country. Uh, they got Will Howard coming in at quarterback. Uh, I, I really love what Ryan Day And Chip Kelly, the hires off at the court. They got UCLA's head coach to leave UCLA to become Ohio State's offensive coordinator. I don't remember the last time a coach left uh, their conferences as a head coach to join another team in that conference to be their offensive coordinator. Uh, so that's a huge, huge hire for, for Ryan Day. So I'm kind of all in on Ohio State right now. I, I actually might pick them to win it all next year. Uh, so I, I would say Ohio State is probably the favorite for me in the Big Ten right now. But Oregon, for me, is a close second. Uh, Ryan Day, hot seat next year, yes or no? Uh, yes, if he doesn't, if if he can't win with this roster, I don't think I don't think uh, it, it's going to happen. So uh, yeah, I would say he's a little bit on the hot seat. He's got to beat Michigan. He's got to, you know, obviously a twelve team playoff. He's got to make the college football playoff. Uh, so if, if he goes ten and two next year, uh, he might be on his way out. But again, ten and two is probably good enough to make the playoff next year, anyways. So we'll just kind of have to see how he does in the playoff. But yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of national championship or bust for Ryan Day. So if they don't make a serious run of the national championship. He could uh, he could find his way out of uh, out of Columbus. There we go. Good stuff. Max Chadwick, PFF.com, college football section on Twitter, at Max Chadwick CFB. We always appreciate the time, Max. Great work at PFF. Thanks for hopping on and sharing your thoughts on college football. Of course. Thanks so much, guys. All right, there we go. Max Chadwick, profootballfocus.com, the college football section on Twitter, at Max Chadwick CFB. Likes the receiver duo. He's taking Dan Landing over Steve Sarkeesian. 
He's liking the duckies. Anybody that's going to take anybody over Sarkeesian is a friend in my book. Okay. Wow. Okay. All Big right. anti-Sark guy. Are you? Yeah. Still Big back time. to those Washington, Washington State Big days. Uh, we have a lot more to get into. Dirt and Sprague back with more on the fan. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's crunch time. Let's go! Where dirt and spray crunch the hot topics you want to hear. What's the pressure? Don't sit here and act like there's no... We get nervous teeing off in front of a gallery on the 10th hole at Eastmoreland. Crunch time. Brought to you by Crunch Fitness. With memberships as low as $9.99 per month. Find your crunch time in Portland, Vancouver, and online at crunch.com. Well, um, so far I haven't done this yet. But I wanted to get to it today because both of you are in and both of you are old. Hola. We've got Steve Pfeiffer in Milwaukee coming up top of the hour. It is crunch time for who or whom in Major League Baseball. Spring training is underway. People yeah. are excited about it. Baseball season's around the corner. Baseball stuff on the show is Baseball back. Baseball stuff. Baseball stuff. Who is it crunch time? Baseball stuff. There Baseball we go. Stuff. Who is it crunch time for in Major League Baseball? Oh, just open-ended like that? But clearly the Dodgers. Yeah. Oh, you've no, put it, you've put it on you. No, you don't win a World Series. Was, you don't spend a billion yeah. dollars in the offseason and it's it's World Series. I, I say this respectfully. Dumb answer. <laughs> How? Like if they don't win a World Series, you are going to Well, what toast happens? Them. What happens? Dave Roberts oh, they get him back next year, don't Dave they? Dave Roberts gets fired, oh, which I think he's been should have been fired. How, how years devastating! Ago. Dodger fans have hated him for five years. Oh, I'm not even it's a so Dodger fan, and I hate him. Cool. That cannot be who it's most crunch time for. It's ridiculous. They're going to be good next year. They're going to be good after. They're the freaking Dodgers. Okay. All right, all right. All They're back a billion away. dollars spender. I'll back year. away from the Dodgers then. Okay, it's crunch time for the Orioles. Thank you. There you've you got, go. You've got a bona fide ace. You've got a new stud coming up at shortstop. Crunch time for the for the Orioles. New too. ownership too. New ownership too. Not. I don't. I don't think Baltimore's going to go out and win the World Series. But you better win a round of games. You better be How about in, winning a game. In yeah, the you better get to at least Game Six of the ALCS. Mm. That's what I want to see. Some Game from Six of the they, ALCS. Dude, they're you that better good. At least they are that good. Weren't they last year and they got swept? Yeah, but they got swept by a World Series champion. 
Texas got hot, Texas was in the right spot. <laughs> and they didn't have a bona fide starter. They have a bona fide number one yeah. Cy Young winning starter. This is partially why I can hate baseball. Why? You just highlighted it. Baltimore was a better team last year. And well, yeah. you just said it. Texas got hot. Okay. Well, UConn won a natty last year, and there was yeah. seven other teams better than them. Yeah. Not very fond of that either. That's fun about sports, dude. Uh, you want the best team to win every year? I think when you play a, that many games, the sample size is pretty great. But it's enough exciting. to conclude who's good. No, no I mean, there's exciting. an unpredictability to I, it. Texas, Arizona was a great World Series. I enjoyed that thoroughly as a baseball fan. Okay. Yeah, if my team's not in it, just give me good baseball. But when your team is one of the best teams in baseball for 162, oh, and you vote all that time. Oh, here's what it is. Now you're just mad because your Bravos didn't didn't go far enough? Yeah. Well, don't be mad. Absolutely. <laughs> well, be mad, but don't ruin the question on it, The though. season starts, what, in April? So from April to, like, November, I watched I mean, I think Atlanta's great. got a lot of pressure on them, but Atlanta and I Philly. I think that's a very good one for you. But, that, that's a great one. But Atlanta, Philly, I would argue the Cubs are on the up and up. The, um, Cubs the Padres, are? I think so too. Yeah, really? the Cubs are building something really fun. Yeah. The, the Cubs are building something fun. Okay, the Cubs, the Phillies, the Braves, the Padres. I think the Mets are the Mets. Can, I mean, like, can I throw a team out? Neither of you said, and I'm, I don't know if I should be shocked or not. The huh. Padres. Uh, well, the Padres I, are. I just said the Pods. I mean, they're loaded. They're a bunch they, of they broke got boys pretending teams. to have. Well, yeah, their yeah. issue is their their visionary, their owner passed away, and so who's going to take control of that? Are they financial issues? And are they, 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 they going to be able yeah. to continue to spend at the levels that he no. was spending? But in, no, I'm I'm surprised you haven't. Neither one of you have named the Mariners here. Well, the Mariners are there, but in the National League, the reason I wouldn't name anybody in the National League is because if they lose to the Dodgers, there's. Yeah, what no, are you going to say? Yeah, if the Braves lose to the Dodgers, You're I like, can't well, be that Okay, they spent a billion dollars. Sorry, you lost, guys. You know, better luck next year. The Mariners are in a big spot, but also I don't know if they are because ownership didn't do that much. Their ownership doesn't appear to care. Right. And Until so, they start putting a payroll semi-close yeah. to the Astros and Rangers, what do you expect? Yeah, and so if they flame 54% out... 54% winning percentage. If they flame out this year, or if, or if they go and they win the first round, you know, if they win the wild card, or say they somehow win the division and win their first round of the playoffs, and then they get bumped, nobody's going to bat an eye at that. Yep. Now, when if you're you go in a league out, without a salary cap... Yeah, now if you, you go out and spend. get a Pete Alonzo, or you get a Cody Bellinger, and you put money around that guy to bring it in, then yeah, you better you better be in Game 6 of the ALCS. You keep going back to Game 6 of the ALCS. Is that like some watermark for you? Is kind of. I mean, I just came up with it. It's kind of like the idea <laughs> that tell. it's the idea that you got to the championship, you got to yeah. the semifinals. You were close. And you were not like, I got to the ALCS and I got swept. No, like... You can get to game six, which means you can get to game seven, which means you can win. Uh, are the Mariners still owned by the Nintendo Bros? Yes. Or is that that's still the same group? Yes. Yeah. I think so. I have a Switch. I've seen the Switch game sold out. Why are they not spending money? Because it's all about making money, dude. Yeah. Okay, uh, all right. Are they making a lot of money? Well, yeah. I mean, it's the same reason why, like, the Oakland A's don't spend oh, I guess money, last I year they probably did because they were coming off of a playoff season. Revenue, yes. revenue sharing, man. Like the And Pirates, we went to a game last year. That food did. was not cheap, man. Yeah, the Pirates no. and the A's, they can be bad and get away with it. And the Rockies, because they get revenue sharing. Other team, I know we got Steve Pfeiffer. Other team you guys failed to mention. I was a little surprised. Yankees haven't won a title since 09. Yankees aren't good. I have no pressure on them. They're not good. But they're the Yankees. So There's absolute pressure on them. Yeah, yeah, on themselves. Well, there's internal they pressure. Yeah, but, but we I, don't care. I don't think there's internal pressure. I feel like the pressure is more external, right? Could care less. That team's nah. not very good. It hasn't been. It's like the Red Sox. Same thing. That team's garbage. Well, that team's getting mad at themselves yeah. for being cheap. Yeah, that team sucks. So, <laughs> like, I'm not going to worry myself. Do the Yankees have a couple great players? Of course they do. Hmm. Are Do they have the history? Are they the quote-unquote team of baseball? Of course they are. If there's pressure on Aaron Boone, I yeah. think he might be I can't done. believe he's still the manager. I, I can't believe he is. Like, more surprising Aaron Boone, Dave Roberts, don't care. Fire them both. That's like, a good poll question. Who's more surprising that they're still the manager? Dave Roberts? The, At least the Roberts has a title. They're yeah, winning. The I mean, Aaron they're Boone. getting to yeah. the playoffs The answer year. is Boone. But, like, watch, like, Swag, you know. Watch Dodger games and watch when Dave Roberts oh, has I to know. make a move. I know. He gets bailed out so many times after making the wrong move. Uh, I just, I, I got to admit, I get it, I guess, from a money standpoint. A little surprised to hear you both say so quickly and easily, Dodgers. Billion dollars, just, man. Yeah, they're going to be here next year. It's not going anywhere. Pressure if to me, they, pressure to me is like we may have to alter a lot of things about this if we do not capitalize, or we may lose out on certain players to free agency if we do not capitalize. That ain't the Dodgers, man. That ain't the Dodgers in any way. Yeah, but if they lose, if they don't win, they're going to get 
hammered. Yeah. They'll get hammered on Twitter for 20 minutes. Hammered harder then, than anybody will. Eh, <clears throat> we'll move on. <laughs> it's it's the Dodgers. They'll be back next year. I don't know what you want me to do with that. Otani's going to be a Dodger for 10 years. And if they don't win next year, they'll they'll have the most pressure yeah. on themselves next After year. After two years, for sure, I'll be yeah. there with you. Yeah. Uh, crunch time brought to you on the fan by Crunch Fitness. As low as $9.99 per month. Multiple locations. Visit them at crunch.com for more info. Steve Pfeiffer in Milwaukee, 12.50 Radio. Second half of the Bucks season, how he feels about Dame, Giannis, and the Bucks' chances with Doc Rivers. Hour three, Dirt and Sprague on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.